Welcome to Show Center, the air show podcast. I'm out of work air show announcer Matt Jolly, joined as always by my two good friends Rick Peterson and Rob Ryder. Also, out of work air show announcers. Guys, I don't even know what day this is. I think it's Wednesday. I'm exhausted. <laughs> it's like Groundhog Day. Like doing what? <laughs> nothing. I'm nothing. exhausted from doing nothing. I'm at the point, I I gotta tell you, I'm at the point now where it's like anything, any possibility of, of a show would be great, but I don't know where, where are we at right now in, in your minds? We are now serious discussions at the, uh, at the ICAST level, serious discussions where there's even a webinar coming up this week on how to do a drive-in air show. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's come to. I yeah, and but I'll tell you, let me tell you, I, I've talked to I've talked to some folks about this. And I I think the drive-in air show is gonna be great for smaller smaller venues where the egress and ingress is not gonna be longer than the show. I think it's a great idea that could could really be a, a, if anything a boost for smaller show sites. I, you know, I was looking at our little airport uh, out here in Georgia, not the one where I keep my airplane, but our our regular, you know, the real airport, not the grass strip. And I thought, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of ramp space out here. And if you had an EAA chapter or somebody like that that was willing to kind of pony up, I, I think it could be great. I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? I, uh, I have several people you can call for help. Let me see if I can. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm ready. We did the socially distant air show. We can do this, guys. Come on. 1-800-LET'S-FIND-WORK. That's right. We can do this. But I don't. I'll tell you, yeah. I'll, my, my thoughts on this is the first, the, the, everybody should be in a hurry to do this because the first show that's going to do it is going to get all sorts of attention from from media. I dare say that you would make the CBS Evening News if you did this. Yeah. As but here's the here's the here's the, the there's two sides to this coin. As the kicker story to their six o'clock news, it's um it's going to be. Well, there's nothing. It's fun and it's it funny, fun. and that's yeah, what I like about it. It's lifting and it, and it could be a hoot to do but um it ain't the real deal no no it's Rob? not it's not no i but it's interesting how some acts have really gotten good at it we talked about the geico skytypers having done some stuff earlier but they got some more attention as they flew over new york yesterday put act and put out some more messages and they made their way with larry arkin and chris orr uh, from the team the number four pilot onto fox and friends this morning so they got and and uh, as a great benefit to Geico, a lot of lot of impressions yesterday that was very good for them, even though they're not flying air shows per se. I love Rob. You're a so you could Matt, be a politician. Yeah, you really could be. We, <laughs> we asked a question first. about drive-in air shows, and you <laughs> and you talk about Geico with Fox no, but I t- no, but you're talking but about it. no, but yeah, what media. you're talking about is the media exposure, no, and that's what they got. Yeah, they did. They they yes. lambasted. Yeah. It. Really great. All right, so Rick, you were saying. Well, that's why you have to be the first to organize one of these, Matt. All right, 
I got I got nothing better to do. First, because the the second and third one, they are it's just not going to get the kind of media attention. I know. But the first. But think about it. Imagine an evening event, uh, the 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 unicorn of the two hour air show that we're always talking about. But but seriously, I mean, a, a small event with a with a lot of ramp space. I, I think it could I think it could be great because it does pose some challenges, right? You have a lot of room where you have to park cars and at certain airports it's just not gonna work out. But no, I think this could be great. And it does two things. It it gets the guys and gals who are performers in front of an audience so they can check that box uh for their waiver. And it, it does a lot of good yeah. stuff. And we're we're seeing a lot of that. In fact, we ought to go into prop wash, don't you think? Because there's a lot of news to get into. Ricky P with a look at the news in this segment of Prop Wash. Rick, what do you have? Cue the Canadian. Nothing. Nothing. I have absolutely. Yes, you do. (laughs) I know you do. Yeah, the flyovers. In fact, there's too many flyovers now to even begin to mention because there's so many. I will leave one out and then then there will be no living it down. So the flyovers are going well. Uh, they seem to be working. Uh, they have been getting, and again, with every market they hit, it's good for, it's getting lots of media attention too. It's, uh, it's given us a little bit of a fix for, you know, missing things. So in the communities, they're flying over in Canada, all across North America. Life is good from that end. The one update that I will include in Prop Wash that I will give you uh, an update on is the, and, and we knew this would happen from a socially distant air show. <laughs> the remnants are still there. We're still, I'm still feeling the pain, so to speak, is that the Skyhawks and, uh, have started this now, this, this, this viral hashtag, Rick needs to jump. And they've even got a, <laughs> a Photoshop picture of me in free fall the parachute on <laughs> and i just i no i don't want to do that you both have done that have you both been uh, listen I, that, I i saw this i saw this picture and i said i i remember writing i, I boasted on this and i said um i support this post because i thought it was hysterical and then carol uh, pilon wrote in and was like look uh just saying no is okay too and, and she was sort of addressing this from a cyberbullying point. And I remember there, as I'm pouring my bourbon, feeling terrible. And I'm like, I should delete, I should delete my comment. I, I've been, I have been very bad in supporting this. Poor Ricky B is being cyberbullied into jumping out of a perfectly good airplane. I thought, what have I come to? And then I realized just how silly this whole thing sounded. So I, I didn't delete the comment. So there. All right. So, so a rider you, has with I, the Golden Knights. So oh, I have talked to you in, I've done three of them, Rich. And, and I've done three, and it's worth doing at least one time. You would find it incredible. You would probably do a whole lot better than I would because when they start zooming around and spiraling, I start to get woozy. And so I, you know, that that kind of changes the Wait, experience stop, a little bit. Stop, stop, back up. What do you mean zooming <laughs> around and spiraling? Don't well, you just under- fall? 
No, under when you're under canopy on the way down, when you're going 22 miles an hour, and then it pulls on one toggle, and you start spiraling, and uh, and you can you can reach much faster speeds than the 25 or so miles an hour that you're normally going. But you would have a great time, Rick. You really would. Ask Wayne Boggs. Uh, my last jump. He was afraid to go unless I'd go with him down in Florida with the Golden Knights, and so we jumped together, wait, and and he wait, did well. Wait, wait, was, Wayne, wait, wait, Wayne was afraid the to do it. He was, he was afraid. He, he, had to he take was his, his Rob Ryder security blanket with him. That's that's just I. That's what I'm good for. I'm and and if you wanted to do it with a sky. The closest I've ever come to jumping out of anything was while driving with Wayne Boggs. <laughs> Stupid people. That's right. <laughs> here we here we go. Stupid people. That's right. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so, so as I'm spiraling around, you guys know me well enough to to consider how much acreage do you think I could paint by being <laughs> Fun around at that kind of an <laughs> Rick, well, I will go with you. I will be your security blanket. I would love to go up with the Skyhawks and jump and with you. Me. You want to hope you're above me and not below me. That's uh, <laughs> gotcha. Well, I, I think the I other. Am not. I think the other we, important thing is 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 Rick. You um, you have to decide if this is a something that you're willing to do and then be what your life insurance policy would say. Well, this is it. I am in the land of universal health care and they won't cover me on this. Well, one. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, well, I'm, I'm sure the Skyhawks would, would be very, very uh, uh, accommodating in getting you a brown jumpsuit. Right. Well, let's leave it. <laughs> I, I say I say we leave it to the hashtag. And uh, see where this goes. But uh, give the hashtag one more time. No, no, no. no. See Rick jump or what is it? <laughs> I think it's great. Hashtag Rick needs to jump. Yeah, Rick needs, uh, Rick to, jump. needs to jump. Hashtag. And the other one that I put in is hashtag Rick does not need to yeah, jump. Yeah, Rick does not. So That's the one that uh, Carol has supported. And I think it's, I think either are fine, Rick. Whatever, you know, Rick, whatever you choose to do is going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, right. I, the way things are going, sure, it isn't going to happen this year. I've got a whole yeah. year probably to think about, see what happens. That's true. Yeah. I, I want to get something in here, too, uh, on, on Prop Wash. I, I've been reading this in Rick's favorite publication, USA Today. It says, <laughs> yeah. here, here we go. We'll, we'll get into this. The U.S. auto industry streak on strong sales is screeching to a halt. This is, a, a, quoting an article from them, it, the decline in the U.S. auto industry 15.3% to 14.4 million vehicles in 2020 as the coronavirus spreads. So auto industry uh, being really, really hit. And of course, it's often the first predictor of the economy is whatever the auto markets are doing right now. But I think, and, I, and I've been saying this to several people, I think this is a chance for air show performers in particular uh, to get really, really creative. And I think if you look back at some of the early days of aviation, uh, if you're a skywriter, if you have a night act, if you have something that can create something spectacular in the sky, I think there is a real opportunity here for performers to do some kind of out-of-the-box thinking, perhaps with an automotive dealer that is looking for something for Facebook or looking for something 
some type of promotion to offer to the local communities. I mean, could you imagine seeing a Skyrider spell out sort of a Wheel of Fortune board every night for like a week over a small town? Yeah. And then you post the, the answer to the social media page, you get some unbelievable discount on some car. I think there's a promotion here in conjunction with local radio or television that could be phenomenal. I mean, imagine, imagine one of these night performers zooming around the city and having some kind of, uh, you know, these auto dealers love this campy stuff, Rick. But, I mean, you could have out-of-this-world savings when you see the UFO. Anything like that, I think, could be something for some of our performers that are truly struggling. And, I mean, if you're looking for a way to make money with the airplane, I, I really think there's something there for someone that's willing to get a little creative. Huh. You are desperate, aren't you? Yeah. You are yeah. Just... I think it's, I think it's something worth exploring. But do you notice, sure. Rick, that he's always talking about small towns instead of like big markets like well, Atlanta? He said, yeah. "Let's go over Well, but, but imagine this though: if you if you have if you have an Atlanta market like that, yeah, that could be great. But I mean, all of the restrictions that go with that are just nuts. But I think some, you know, I think some small town dealership uh, could really buy off into that because they're struggling. I mean, they are really really hurting right now. So, just something to well, think about. I, I'm, exactly. I will give it some thought. <laughs> I'm going to wait here. I, listen, these, these folks are getting to the point now where, where something's got to give, right? And so, our, our performers need work. They're yeah. going to get, have to get creative. <laughs> and the cool thing about that is, at some point, uh, when, they've, when somebody cracks the code in this... Uh, they're going to be making money, and it's not going to be just money this year. It, it, this could be something that they could continue to do if they built that relationship. So I'm just saying look out of the box right now. I think there are some opportunities yeah. that, people, that people are not aware of and that they haven't been thinking of. I mean, come on. We all know how Roscoe Turner and these guys made their money. They made it any way they could uh, with their flying machines, yeah. and they got creative, and I think that's what we're having to do right now. All right, all right. moving I'm on. Just, I'm, I'm shocked that actually played that one out without charging somebody for it you're just you're not a smart businessman i'm not but a guy who is is our good friend friendly jerry by the way who's still sponsoring our show with free hot dogs including the big rick in downtown hell's kitchen new york new york our thanks to the smart businessman who coined the slogan friendly jerry's hot dogs where you can get a wiener any way you want it till four in the morning our thanks to friendly jerry's there you go thanks for the segue thank you that's jerry. it huh there is one thing, Rick, that I thought, honestly, you were going to talk about in Prop Wash, and that is the new paint job on the new airplane for Blues. The Blue Angels, uh, we've seen, I guess, they've, is, is there more than one paint? I've only seen photograph of one of the Super Hornets and what they're going to look like, uh, and they look nice. I mean, it's not they're not really taking a jump or a leap away no. from their iconic look but it looks nice yeah as the waistlines of americans continue to grow so should the blue angels airplanes yeah well they are said heavier. yeah said it's a bigger bigger hornet i did find out from uh, former boss tom frosh who flew when they were still before they made the decision to pull the trigger on doing moving to the supers uh he said that he flew the entire profile and the airplane is so much more powerful than the c model is uh, uh, the A and the C models with its uh, F414 engines. He said during the diamond dirty loop, 
he actually had to come out of afterburner. That's how much more powerful this airplane is. It's bigger, is. too, so, isn't it? Like 30% oh, like larger? Oh, like 30%? Yeah. yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, but it's it's pretty amazing. Roll rate, uh, the, roll, uh, the roll characteristics are a little different, but I don't know what that means in terms of the demo. But uh, it's, it's going to be something, and they are, well, this louder. is going to be. Say that again. Oh, yeah. Well, loud, loud is good. Loud is good. Yeah. And I did enjoy seeing the uh, the rollout there. That was pretty cool, the first one. And uh, great, great stuff. I'll, I'll tell you, these Rick, you touched on something. Everybody right now seems to be doing a flyover down to guard units and other military. There was a flyover yep. in Macon this week from the you know the F-15s that they rebuild there on, on Robbins. They had one of those guys uh, in a fresh F-15 out ripping around the city of Macon, uh, flying over the hospitals and uh, cheering up the beautiful the uh, the you know the healthcare workers, which I just thought was great. But I mean, this this has really been a, a time to <laughs> you're right to to check your local listings for whatever's flying over because yeah. I mean California, how many times have we seen those guys in the biplanes uh, zipping around San Diego here lately and uh, just all kind of stuff. Everybody's doing it. Even the uh, the Warbird guys at the museums are getting in on it. Uh, the uh, folks at yeah. Geneseo, New York, the National Warplane, they're going to take uh, Whiskey 7 out and do a tribute. And uh, so some of the owners like that, Vicky Benzig and the, and the gang from the California Aeronautical University uh, did a nice flyby, too, of, I think, more than a dozen of the uh, of the healthcare centers out in California. So it's all it's all the time. I mean, the, the impressive uh, over uh, Phoenix, uh, Arizona, with the what was it, seven F thirty five, seven F sixteens, KC one thirty five, kind of leading the way. That was very impressive. So uh, and Houston as well. Just, yeah, we don't want to we don't want to leave any of them out, but we're, so we're not going to mention any more of them. But uh, there's so many of them. See, see, this is the I, well, you, but there are. There are civilians that have done it, too. As we mentioned during the uh, socially distant air show, uh, the uh, aeroshell aerobatic team a couple of weeks ago uh, with uh, Congressman Ralph Abraham in the backseat of one of their uh, T-6s did a flyover of the city to uh, to honor the health care workers and first responders. And when they flew over a veteran's home, uh, they uh, they really got some cheers from the vets who were there and tears in many of their eyes. So thanks to aeroshell, they uh, they uh, gave of themselves as well for our uh, for our to lift our spirits. That's right. I gotta I gotta turn yeah. the attention here to l just a little bit here because I've never I've never yeah. seen and heard Ricky P so upset uh, as he was the other day when a certain publication reached out to him. I think you actually got out a voodoo doll, <laughs> a little pincushion doll, and you were you were sitting there stabbing it every time he was telling me. He's like, "Can you believe these people?" And so, do the whole story, yeah, Rick. Tell us tell the, story. the whole story. All right, without getting a here's the whole. Story. I wish, yeah, I wish I had all of it in front of me right now, but uh, uh, I basically got an email because I'd waded into this water last year and I lived to regret it. For the same reason that we're not presenting all of the flyovers, you can never mention all of the air shows and that they all get uh, a fair shake in something right. called the. Whatever so, that is. and I heard back, how come, how come I wasn't on the list? It's like, I only submit 25. They pick 10 and I'm not the only guy submitting. So I just, oh, it was just awful last year. So this year, I'd forgotten all about that. This week, the other day, uh, from the same contractor, 
senior photo editor, Reader's Choice Production Manager, which is kind of licensed by it's part of the day network, not to be confused with proper. It's part of that family, but it's not, don't think it's the newspaper. It's not right. really the newspaper. Right. This is an ad on thing that, that appears online. So they, they put together as a travel type thing, these top contests and people then vote on them and uh, blah, blah, blah. All this to say, I get this letter that was wrong. It wasn't sent to me, or at least it wasn't proofread no, well enough was. from this. this <laughs> <laughs> it was sent, sent to another to podcast. <laughs> so there was, the, there was the first, I'm getting grumpy as I'm reading it, and uh, asking <laughs> me if, if I would contribute again this year uh, to send me a list of up to 20 of the best in the country air shows this year for the 2020 season. And I'm looking at this thinking, are you kidding me? That's you know? not what you said quite. Yeah. There were some FCC non-compliant right. words actually I mean, in that phrase. There aren't yeah. even 20 air shows this year. Well, so so wait, but I, I will tell you because this is, is this a family rich? Yes. I ended up, what did I want to do? I wanted to say, pick up a newspaper is what I want. But anyway, so... So, so then, within, within, Hang on a minute. Just let that minutes, just let that simmer a minute. Sink in. Sink in. Read all about it. So within within minutes or seconds, again, I'm I'm just going from my memory now because I have deleted the chain. Is uh, is I get a ping back going? I'm sorry. I should have proofread that email a little better. Uh, I I did mean to send it to you and 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 the other people have been asked as well, and then I thought, well, here it comes. Next paragraph has got to be, and and we understand that there's no air shows this year or whatever. So forget. It wasn't that. All it was was that. Sorry, we sent you the wrong email. Now I'm asking, you know, could you contribute again this year? I'm like, are you kidding? We've <laughs> had a second chance to fix this, and now it's so. I basically <laughs> sent back a th saying, uh, you know. I mean, it's it's both, in my opinion, heartless and thoughtless to send that to somebody in the industry. Uh, we're all hurting pretty bad with this this year, and it just seems so unplugged. And uh, so I said so in no uncertain terms, asked her not to contact me again, and uh, and left it at that. I did get a reply back from her again. She apologized for getting the email wrong to begin with, sent to the wrong person. For that, she said she apologized, but that her intention never was um, to uh, basically upset me because, or anybody in the industry, because there are no shows. It. Uh, she went along to say that um, uh, what they're hoping is that it will provide in some of these entertainment industries uh, a way to get it back on the map and, and give us some promo to frankly I think is a load of bullshit uh, because if that, if that was the truth uh, in my opinion uh, then that would have been in the original email you can't think these things afterwards and then send them out if that was in your discussions around the kind of journalism I was involved in in those days and you talk to your editors and your you know what you were going to do in your show that day and you and who you were going to reach out to you'd already thought of your angle and that would have been clear in the in the original uh, email post to me and it was not so i'm like, not buying like how, it for a I mean, second I, how how come they just can't say look we're out of work if we don't create this list so 
here, here's what we're trying to do this year, you know, is I, I mean, it seems like there now, would be some more thought yeah, put into make, this. Yeah, that's right. And I, I'm sorry, I can't feel that bad for something that inept. I would love to be able to, in my heart, say that, you know, I know you're up against it and this is this is not an easy time for anybody, but don't screw it up that badly. Right. You know, well, so I, I it seems like there would be a, an editorial board on these. I mean, that's a huge publication. And to get mired into something like that, that's so distasteful. I don't know. Just the whole thing seems weird to me. Anyway. Yeah. Well, all right. it's all part of my past. And like I said to them, pick up a newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ricky was uh, Ricky was hot under the collar this week. And uh, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, and I'm very concerned now that the editing time that it's going to take to get the F-bombs out is going to really impinge upon the rest of the afternoon for you, Matt, because I thought you had some other things you had to do this afternoon. Now you have to edit like a fiend. Yeah, that's going to be all right. No, and if I say enough of them, he's not going to get them all. So... <laughs> <laughs> thanks yes. thanks guys that's all i can no say worries. thanks no there worries. goes my afternoon <laughs> here i'll i'll dial you up a little bit evaluations uh, you touched on that a little bit earlier and uh, part of the reason why we like the uh, the idea of a drive-in air show but evaluations icas is working on a fix on that so that uh, because for those who don't know in air shows uh, you have to perform in front of a gathering a crowd people um, what is it? Five times a year. So, say again, Rob. And, and, well, the last one I think is fourteen days before uh, between performances, or or if you're going to do a show on the fifth uh, on the first of July, you have to have performed or at least practiced uh, fourteen days before that. I think that's how that works. I'm not positive. Right. They're they're working on a safe go around on that, and uh, the ICAST folks have told us that. Perhaps as early as next week, they'll have that uh, all solidified, done, and it will be something. I mean, you can't you can't just go out and pretend to fly and do a virtual, <laughs> right? Do a virtual thing, but there are ways to use the technology today to get this done and uh, safely and confidently uh, evaluate the competency of some of these aer aerobatic pilots. It had been a concern of the pilots. It's nice to know that ICAS has been working on it and that they, they will have the workaround very shortly to announce. Keep your eyes on the, uh, ICAS fast facts and hopefully we'll have Dan or somebody on from ICAS if it's done before our next re uh, record that we'll have them on the show and they can explain it to the performers as well, because it's, it's an important thing and it's a big uh, thing for safety and it's a big concern for an awful lot of our pilots right now as we go through the, all these cancellations. That's right. Yeah, the, the whole deal on G tolerance also comes into play. Yeah, well, everything comes into play. With, and I, but I, again, I think it's going to be cool to see uh, what folks start uh, dreaming up right now and uh, and getting creative with. Yeah. I, I I will say this that if you if you have something that you want to share with us, we'd love to hear about it because we made a commitment, the three of us did, that we would stay on the air as this you know, season continues to develop or whatever you want to call it. And uh, we, we mean that. So we want to, we're, we're here to help. This season is building up my F tolerance. That's yeah. what it's building Yeah, up. well, not your G tolerance. But, uh, <laughs> we're, we're glad to be here. Or and, lack of. <laughs> yeah. So send, send Rick your <laughs> send Rick <laughs> requests and, uh, and help him build up his F tolerance as, as we all work through this uh, this financial crisis this crisis around the world here 
Uh, our commitment to you, though, is to bring you the information as we get it and as we hear about it and uh, continue to uh, do what we can to help this industry. Guys, we've wasted yet another 30 minutes. And uh, it's that time of the show where we have to say goodbye until next time. Really? I need a nap. Yeah. I need a nap. All right. I am done. Yeah. I, I think I need one more shout out from Wayne Boggs. Yeah. Just well, one. Jesus. Hit me one. There you go. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Stupid people. There you I'm, go. All right. I am not used to doing this much work. I have got to lay down now. Yeah. Go lay down and rest. And uh, Rob... Do yes, some more sir. auditions for your uh, your voiceover business there. That'll be great. I I will. I'll, I'll work it very hard here. I'm going to go plant potatoes here in a little while. By the way, I'm hoping my airplane's flying Thursday with me in it. Ooh. I'm looking forward to that. So um, that, that so could be it up. You say you're saying Thursday that like tomorrow? So like tomorrow, I'm recording? hoping I'm hoping hoping to fly it tomorrow. So maybe I should jump in my plane, come down there, come and down. fly on your way. Come on down. We'll be around tomorrow. All right. It'll be fun. No, I'm looking forward to it. On the other it. hand, I'm going to run in the opposite direction. There you, you go. You guys have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to you later. Sleep well, Rick. <laughs> so long, everybody. <laughs> Bye.